Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We are Paris, Alana, and Rusty. Friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, so with it being um, wedding season, we decided the time was now to do some sort of Mm -hmm. like um, premarital series once again, just touching on um, those who are dating, those who are in a season of engagement, and even actually those who are single, and just talking yeah. about what does sexuality look like in these stages of life? Mm-hmm. What are some boundaries we can be putting around ourselves and our sexuality, you know, while you're in this these different seasons? So, um, yeah, and it's it's definitely something I think that is like totally valid. Often, I think, especially in like a season of singleness, people often, just kind of forget that single people are also sexual people. Like we're all born with these desires and feelings Mm -hmm. and urges Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And so I think so often these, these poor single people are left being like, well, what do I do with all this pent up desire in me when I'm just in this season of, of waiting. And um, so let's actually, let's jump into that first, maybe. Um, yeah, let's do that. Just touch on the season of waiting, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, waiting waiting is difficult. And we'd actually gotten a question um, from a follower who had said the struggle is that we're expected that just because we aren't married that we are asexual or without a sex drive. So could you please discuss Ooh. that? So let's, yeah, let's dive into it. What comes to your mind when it comes to like waiting, Paris? Okay. Yeah. I love this. And I love that we have single people here following us. Like, welcome you guys. This is resources we Mm want to get out to you guys because we hear that often enough that they're like, there's no resources on being single and being a sexual person. Because we talked about this in actually our last episode, every single person God has designed as a sexual person. We cannot we cannot take away our sexuality from us as a whole person. That is part of what makes us a whole person. And so learning mm-hmm. how to navigate that in a season of singleness is critically important. Um, and we're just going to keep bringing you guys back to scripture here today when we talk about this, because both Milana and I are not speaking from personal experience. We will say that outright. Um, yeah. We were each married to our spouse's at a young age and we knew our spouses at a young age. So mm-hmm. we do have some resources for you guys though. The number one, one being the Bible. And I really love the scriptures throughout the Bible where, uh, I think it's Paul addresses it, like not to leave yourself burning. Um, right. I think it's important for us to divert our energy. I'm not saying this in a form of distraction, um, we don't want to distract ourselves from our sexuality because that's not important or that's that's not important. That's not what we're talking about here either. But I think sometimes we can get yeah. so bent and focused on one aspect of our lives like our sexuality or, you know, caught up in waiting or caught up in wanting or longing or desiring or asking when that we are not using the present and the here and now to serve the Lord in, in the fullest capacity that we can. And so we want to encourage right. you guys in that, in the here and now, like it's easy for us to get so caught up in things. And this goes for 
all of us, no matter our season of life, but speaking specifically mm-hmm. towards being single and, you know, having that longing, that desire to meet your future spouse, um, to not get so caught up in it that it becomes the only thing that you're focused on because we do yeah. see that quite often. Um, and so we want to leave that with a word of encouragement for you guys is mm-hmm. to not ignore that aspect of your life. Pray into it, please. Um, when something's so heavy on your heart, the Lord wants to hear your, your desires. He cares about that. Keep bringing it to the Lord. Have a close friend circle that is also bringing that to the Lord for you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so important. You do absolutely need to give that critical attention. Absolutely. And learning how to cultivate your sexuality in that season. Um, and the Bible is full of great mention of that as well. But also in the same breath, what can you be using that energy uh, to serve the Lord in in the meantime? You know, like right. I feel like it's kind mm-hmm. of a double-edged sword. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. And I think too, like, I, I do want to address that the fact that like waiting for this person that God has ordained and hand-selected mm-hmm. is really difficult. Like this is – like I, I can – yeah. I know people who are who are in that season and you just you know they're yes. yearning and this soul cry that they're yes. like, I just want to find my person. And I I mm-hmm. want to just let you know that that's valid to be wanting that. And to something Absolutely. that comes to mind um in this season of if you're like struggling in in your singleness would be to like you kind of said, Paris, like finding friends, but like find a mentor mm-hmm. who is, like mm-hmm. understands what you're going through and who has like been through this season or is in it currently yeah. too. So someone you can really share like yeah. the meat and potatoes of singleness with, not just like, oh, I want a boyfriend. But like mm-hmm. I struggle with lust or masturbation or, um, you know, finding joy in this season and stuff. Like someone you can really yeah. lay your heart out with because having Absolutely. someone who really knows the depths of that, who can be, like you said, Paris, like praying for you and lifting you up is going to be a game changer and someone who understands like as a married person Mm -hmm. who didn't really have a very long season of singleness, like in high school, you know, I, I don't really know the depth of that. Right. And so I can only relate so much, but having someone who, who has been there or is there to be like, no, no, like I really get it. I think that would be like Mm -hmm. really good to find. And also I'd recommend going back to listen to our episode on singleness with Jody Nagel. I'll link it in the show mm-hmm. notes. But in that episode, we had talked about how like, yes, we can desire a relationship and marriage and intimacy. But yeah. like you said to Paris, like in this season of waiting, don't just sit around and, and just wait. Because yeah. right, like take this season to be running fast and hard after the Lord. And um, that's right. And actually I was – reading a blog post on um, Authentic Intimacy's website. It was on like sexual desire and singleness. And um, Mm -hmm. the author of the blog post, her name was Carrie Kintz. And she wrote – I can link the um, blog post actually in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But to close her her big spiel on this, on sexuality and singleness, she had said, so like, so what am I waiting for? Although I Mm -hmm. choose to stay sexually pure, I'm not waiting for anything. I'm allowing God to use even my sexual desires to teach me what it means to depend mm. on his strength and love every day. Amen. And I was like, oh, that's Absolutely. so good. And then it is I so thought good. that or a verse that had um, came to my mind after I was, had read that was Micah 7, 7. 
And so it just says, mm-hmm. but as for me, I will look to the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. And so just like mm-hmm. taking this season to be, like it says in Micah, like looking to the Lord, focusing on your relationship with him yes. and growing that you know relationship, focusing on that one. And then in the meantime, then praying for you know a side-by-side, like a partner relationship, like for your spouse to be coming alongside you and just running after the Lord together as well. So anyways, I think it's just, I like really loved how Carrie had wrote that, you know, like I'm not waiting for anything. I'm, you know, allowing God to teach me what it means to depend on him. I was like, wow, that's good. It is so good because I think the dangerous thing about getting caught up in the mindset of you're always waiting is it it breeds discontentment and it feeds into us being anxious or worrisome. And that does carry through season to season to season, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that is human nature. So it is something absolutely to be wary of and to guard yourself from and to put on that spiritual armor to be able to address that and combat that effectively because it can totally mm-hmm. be a trap of the enemy as well. And Jody has some very good information and knowledge on that in those episodes mm-hmm. that Alan and I did with her. So we yeah. do highly encourage you guys to listen to them because they are full of amazing information from a woman who's been there. And she's just mm-hmm. very much a blessing to this ministry. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of moving on from the waiting stage to thinking more of like maybe like being dating and in that season of engagement – I know mm-hmm. often we talk about how, you know, sexuality, it's not just like this switch you flip, right? Once you've got the band on your finger. Right. So yeah. what would our advice be for these like seriously dating um, and engaged couples who are also in this, but are like, how do we form good boundaries around ourselves? Mm. How do we, you know, they're also in a season of waiting, but it's different, right? Because you're like yes, it's different. waiting to have sex before you get married. Yeah. Um, so let's just talk about that for a second too because I know I know from experience that I can talk here, but like that's also a really <laughs> difficult season, right? Like we've talked on that yes. before. Yeah, I love that. You know, here's what I would say to myself now, you know, being married for nine years and having gone through all of that, if I could go back to my younger self and just give some words of advice, this is what I would say. Mm. I would tell myself that this is a season just like there's always going to be seasons of life, but instead of looking at it as a season of, oh, I need to hold back. I need to create boundaries. I need to not do this, this, and this, because that's how I felt mm-hmm. in the time. Uh, yeah. I would instead say this is a season where you can abound in learning and patience and cultivating a deep emotional and spiritual relationship with both my boyfriend and God in a very beautiful, specific way that I will never have again. And Mm -hmm. I think if I had had that mentality, then that would have changed the game for me because it is a short season and it's a precious, Mm -hmm. precious season. And if I had chosen to live in regret, that's probably something that I would have regret has been like, I didn't hold that season in the precious short time that it was and epitomized on it with the Lord and Neil at the same time and looking to fully pour into that aspect because Mm -hmm. getting caught up in, oh, we can't do this. Oh, we can't do that. Oh, I can't wait for this. It is, it is a waste of time. 
it, it was such a waste of time for me. And I did not use that time wisely. And so yeah. I would just urge all couples here to really epitomize on using this time wisely because it, it is such a special season. It really, really is. Um, mm-hmm. And not getting so caught up in what you can and can't do because that in and of itself is a very unhealthy mindset that is not going to benefit nor bless your relationship because we, this is human nature, when we have boundaries, we we are going to go right to that line, right yeah. to where that yeah. boundary is, and we're going to test it. That is human nature. Um, Kyle and Britt from Love Your First Year did phenomenal, phenomenal work on this. We have interviewed them. We highly recommend you guys go and listen to this. And we talk specifically about boundaries. They yeah. have some incredible wisdom to give to you guys there. But that was one point that stuck to me that I will never forget is mm-hmm. they said, yeah, you create a boundary. You're going to go right to that boundary. You're going to push that boundary. You're going to cross that boundary at some times. Yeah. Um, so let's not so much focus on creating boundaries as much as we're focused on blessing one another as a brother and sister in Christ with that God-fearing, God-honoring love and have Christ as our center. That Mm -hmm. changes everything when that is your focus. And I think that is the number one piece of advice that I would give. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And two, thinking of of that and you're going through that mindset switch, maybe you, Mm -hmm. you know, up until now have tried the whole boundary route and you've come to the boundary, cross the boundary. And so then you, oh no, like now we messed up and you have the conversation. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're not going to do this again. We're not going to do this again. Um, I just want to also encourage you that, um, not to sit in the shame of that and be like, oh no, like now we're ruined. Now we cross this boundary. Now God doesn't love us anymore. He's not going to bless our marriage anymore. Um, because I know from like past messages we've gotten and like people really mm. believe that and at the root of yeah, who they, they are, they're like tremendous. Yeah. Totally. So much shame. So much so shame. So much shame. Like there's, there's a lot of people and I fell into this as a young teen when Neil and I were dating too. And I remember thinking, Oh my gosh, like, is this going to kind of be like a lock and chain that once we're married, we're going mm-hmm. to have to suffer because mm-hmm. we did X, Y, and Z. When I got married, I revisited that thought. I'm like, I think we're suffering and really battling this hard because of X, Y, and Z that we did way back in the day. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, that is such a lie. Mm-hmm. Like where yeah. in scriptures does God even say that, you guys? <laughs> right. right? Like he is here to see your marriage blessed. It's a union that is reflective of Christ in the church. Mm-hmm. Where is their shame in Christ? Where is their guilt and fear and failure that just continues on and on and on? It doesn't exist. And God does not desire for us to also fall prey to those traps as well. But that is a huge thing that so many mm-hmm. of us couples absolutely battle is very legitimate battle that some of us go through, yeah. but it is not one that you are meant to take as your identity. No, no. And I, yeah, I think it's so good to just, even once you are married, to look at, at your your relationship and your intimate life and whatnot and be like, hey, am I still holding on to shame from when we mm-hmm. were dating? And like from boundaries mm-hmm. that have been crossed yeah. because that's just something you need yeah. to leave at the feet of Jesus and be like, Father, I Absolutely. know you paid the price for this. I know you've forgiven me. Yeah. I know, we're, you know, you don't look at me through this filter of this thing that I did. You know, it's 
it's been paid for, you know, bought in by the blood of Jesus, right? So just to have that mindset, be like, no, (laughs) if you've brought it to Jesus, you've asked for his forgiveness, there's no distance there. He just wants to be right up close to you still. So um, just be really keeping that in in your mind and in your heart as you move forward in your relationship to know that um, if you do feel distance with the Lord, it's, it's likely just you feeling shame and like in the garden of Eden, right? They Mm -hmm. felt shame and then they ran away. (laughs) They like hid. Yes. So it's a similar situation where, you know, you all of a sudden, oh, I'm not really reading my Bible that much anymore. Or I haven't prayed in a long time now. Um, Ooh, maybe it's because we had like crossed this boundary we had set and now I'm feeling guilty about it. And so I don't want to actually talk to Jesus right now because I feel bad. Um, Yeah. So if that's you, just know that, God loves you regardless of what you've done or what's in your past. And um, mm-hmm. he can totally, you know, like etch a sketch where you just shake it and it disappears. He can do that. Yeah. He can do that with your life. And, he can uh, do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's a big part of us believing yes. that God can yes, do yes. that and accepting mm-hmm. that, which is hard as well yeah. for us to do. Mm-hmm. It is hard for us to do that. But that is a journey in and of itself. So, okay, so Paris, like talking about boundaries and we've, you know, mm-hmm. kind of changed the mentality of it to, you know, mm-hmm. instead of thinking it as what is what, God can, honor? like yeah. what should we not do? Yeah, to like what yeah. What, yeah, what honors God instead? Yeah. Or how can we be focusing on him versus what we can't do with each other? So, what do we do then for people who are like, okay, so then where yeah. are there boundaries? Like what what lines to cross? Mm-hmm. Like what yeah. what's okay, what's not okay? Like are there still boundaries then? Like is all like I don't understand. Yeah. So what kind of if we could give like vague parameters, what what would you say? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is Philippians four eight. And you know, that's that's the purity. <laughs> the purity verse, you know, whatever is pure, whatever is good, whatever is lovely. And God tells us to dwell on mm-hmm. these things. You know, that is where we should be putting our time, our energy, our focus, our mentality. And I think it does not make a difference in any area of our life. That still applies. So when we're thinking about our sexuality and we're thinking, okay, say you're in a dating relationship. Let's put this really kind of point blank for you guys. Say you're in a dating relationship. Okay. You just met this person. You're totally new grounds, totally new relationship. Um, and you're like, okay, what does this look like now? Cause it literally feels like all you have is an open road ahead of you <laughs> and it's all new. It's all exciting. Um, and all the excitement mm-hmm. possibilities just seem really, really endless. And I, and this is where it's totally valid for people to be like, Oh, what are the boundaries? And like we said, instead of thinking of it as this is what we can and cannot do. Let's cover this in a different light and look at it in a, in a view of honoring each other and honoring Christ. Because the last thing we want you to feel is coming away from that relationship, mm-hmm. whether you continue in it to marriage or whether you just realize this is not the person for you. We do not want there to be shame and we do not want there to be baggage and neither does the Lord. Okay. And while Alana just she just made such good points talking about forgiveness yes. and Christ being present in there and wiping that, wiping that slate clean. Um, and then it's our job, obviously, to really believe that we do have to put the work in. Um, but how can we navigate all of this in terms of sexuality goes 
this is a really, it's a really big thing to address you guys. Like Len and I've been talking about it. <laughs> it is just a really big thing to address. And I think honestly, the bottom line <laughs> comes down to, um, yeah, what is just ultimately going to be honoring to you, to that person that you are in a relationship with and to Christ, how are you honoring their body, their mind, their spirits? You know, is that your focus there? Is that your, your, your presence? Is that your intentions? Mm -hmm. Cause that's a great place to really set your intentions. And it's so crucial to have these conversations with the person that you are in a relationship with, but what are your intentions? You know, and this is where we need to get brutally vulnerably honest with ourselves too. You know, yeah. if our intentions is to feel good or to try this next thing because, uh, less feeding less is really coming in the picture, right. then we need to take a step back. So we're not going to say, okay, holding hands is fine. Little tiny kisses is fine, but making out's not yeah. fine. We're not here to say any of that. Some of you guys are going to be really disappointed to hear that, <laughs> but that's not where this, yeah. this is not what it's about. It, it's just not, <laughs> this comes down to intentions and honor and integrity and your relationship with each other and the Lord. No. And that is very much an individualistic approach per your, your life, your experiences, mm -hmm. your stances on things, uh, your walk with the Lord, everything plays into this. I know a couple personally who didn't even kiss till their mm -hmm. wedding day at the altar. And that was just something that they both felt was critically important to them to maintain their purity to each other and the Lord. And they are so grateful to the day that they did that. And I'm like, that yeah. is an amazing testimony. That's not to say that nobody can kiss until the day of their wedding. It's not that way, but their intentions is the thing behind mm -hmm. it that caught my attention. It's like, this was what was the ultimate grasp of being honoring to each other and the Lord. And I think that is very, very important. Mm -hmm. And two, I think having as like a dating and engaged couple, having another like a mentor couple yep. to to be there to help just shine light and you can be like, like, I don't know, just I feel like someone coming in and looking into the relationship, like a different perspective is yes. just really healthy. It's so valuable. And I think that would have been like a total game changer if I had had that, like Same. I think it would have been incredible. Same. Um, and so find somebody, like search it out. People, mm -hmm. I know it's it's like awkward. You're like, oh, but I don't want to like go up to them and be like, hey, like I know we don't really maybe know each other that well, but like I think maybe I'd love for you to be like a mentor to me or my, mm -hmm. you know, in my relationship. Okay. People would be honored. Like yes. for me, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, do you think you could like mentor me and my boyfriend or like, do you think you could just like come alongside of us and just check in every now and then and like yes. see how we're doing or whatever. I'd be like, uh, yeah, like that'd be great. Like, yes. I love that. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Um, like I, it's such like a, I'd be honored to do that for Absolutely. you, right? Like you feel like totally tickled that someone is taking an interest and like notices that, you know, your relationship looks like this. And so we want ours to look like that too. How mm -hmm. did you get there and mm -hmm. how did you do it? So if you're, if you're letting fear hold you back, if you're in that season, you're like, well, okay, well, maybe I should do that, but who do I, who do I see? Who do I talk to? Like, yes. find a church. Like, so many churches have mentorship programs. Yeah. Um, get involved in something like that. And um, I think it's just really healthy overall to have someone just checking in, peeking, like, seeing how you're doing, and not to, like, just 
air your dirty laundry and just like make you feel like garbage if you do like cross boundaries and whatnot. Yes. There's someone to come and encourage you and yes. lift you up and speak the love of Jesus over you. Absolutely. Uh, just it's so worth it. So Absolutely. I think that'd be really beneficial too. And that reminds me in Titus, like we're specifically told, okay, women are to come alongside each other, women who have been there, done that, the older women, women with different experiences and to uplift the other, yes. you know, and men the exact same. So this is our biblical yeah. calling as well. We have a duty and an honor to be able to serve couples in this place. So thinking of it that way, even that is biblical and we are so encouraged to absolutely take advantage of that opportunity that the Lord has absolutely anointed for us and set in place yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And being really prayerful about it too. Cause I don't Very know, like so. some relationships are like, Oh, like I'll just ask my, my mom and my dad to do this for me. But maybe, maybe that's not like a healthy boundary for in, within your family. So maybe just, to be mindful of of who you choose as well and be yeah, really prayerful about important. it. Um, because because having healthy boundaries with your with your family is a really important thing too. So. Yes. But yeah, I think this is an exciting season and it's like like Paris said, like you said earlier, Paris, like so fleeting and it so is. beautiful and so like delicate. Mm-hmm. And so just take a second and just sit in that and, mm-hmm. and journal out like all the things you love about the season and what yes. is what it's teaching you and yes. what you're learning about yourself in it. Like absolutely. I think it, it can be such a gift that we, mm-hmm. we take for granted and we forget about and we want to hustle through. But there is so much to be learned within yes. the season as well. So we yes. just encourage you to to learn some things about yourself. Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging with us today as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram. You can find our handle in the show notes alongside any resource links we mentioned in the show. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. We are so honored to walk this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.